On today's episode of Locked on Spartans, we are going to be talking some football things. We've got some recruiting stuff to talk about, IMG kids. We've got an access behind the scenes video, plenty of things, and Matt has some questions. Let's go. You are Locked on Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, March 31st. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my still thinks Gonzaga is overrated co-host, Matt Sheehan. Hold, no, what is that? What was, I will not stand for that slander. But before the season, I was telling everyone, Gonzaga at 4-1 to one to win the national title is great value. Now, as you guys know, uh, that is probably only the second or third correct take I've had this whole entire season out of about 400 takes. Um, just to look at my bracket. Uh, no, it gets that overrated. I was never parading that. That I will not stand or sit down for that <laughs> slander. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I mistook you for um, Bob whatever. Wojnarowski. Yeah, Wojnarowski. we always get mistaken. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Two very similar people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you caught me off guard there. Gonzaga is pretty good. <laughs> um, well, do you know what? Here, here's what you can say about me is that I was such a moron that, uh, and I said this on Lockdown Live after the Sweet 16, is that uh, betting USC plus nine is like sticking your hand on the stove. Like, mm-hmm. there's absolutely no reason to do it, no benefit, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm just going to be an idiot and do it anyway. And th- that was over before t- 10 minutes rolled by in the first half. <laughs> so, yep. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Thought Gonzaga would win. Thought it'd be a little tighter than what did they win by? Forty-seven points uh, when this wraps up. Nineteen, eighty-three to sixty-four. Okay, only missed by ten. All right. I than I thought it would be. I I'm such a fan of Gonzaga and their te- like. I just think they're legitimately oh, so one of the fun. best college basketball teams of the last twenty or so years. Like, they, oh, and yeah. they might be the best. Obviously, it's impossible to really compare except for looking at advanced numbers, and nobody likes to do that. But no. I just think they're so freaking great. Uh, and the whole tournament, whatever, regular, it's, I, I'm a stan. I've been standing for Gonzaga, making fun of anyone who's like, ooh, they haven't played. They're like, well, actually, no, they played Kansas, and they crushed them, and they crushed Iowa, and they crushed mm-hmm. every, they crushed Virginia. Like, oh, they only beat West Virginia by five. They didn't have their best player. Like, <laughs> So all of that said, yeah. I just couldn't shake that every single quote unquote sharp and expert and gambling person was like USC plus eight and a half is the play. Andy Enfield has covered in every single NCAA tournament game he's coached in. USC mm-hmm. has the best two point defense in the country. Gonzaga is the best two point offense. It's how they get a lot of things. It's going to be difficult. Evan Mobley, tough matchup for Drew Timmy. And I'm just like, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm listening. To you. Yeah. I'm listening to you guys. I don't like it, but I'm doing it. I clicked eight and a half, made my one unit play, and as soon as I hit submit, I said that was a terrible decision. Yeah, no, right with you. And it's also hilarious too because the reason I did pick USC to cover the spread was because of the Mobley Timmy matchup, and <laughs> Timmy is for 15 points in the first half. It's like, oh my god, like I, I miss like it's only one bet that I missed, but I missed it in 15 different ways, man. Like, <laughs> holy smokes. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So I uh, can't can't wait for them to lay an egg against Michigan, though, and uh, give them a free trip to the championship game. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> we'll see. I mean, Michigan hasn't played. Oh, 85-66 is the final. Wow. It's the score hadn't updated. We barely got under, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, sure did, although I had that in a parlay, so it doesn't matter to me. Okay, um, I had I got a 152, and it was 151. Yeah. And as we're recording, Michigan has not played yet, but yes. just for sake of conversation, they have beaten UCLA by 14 points tonight. Um, probably. So. probably. Michigan-Gonzaga Saturday, um, sadness until Saturday, and then uh, hopefully waiting for an unholy beatdown uh, once that day rolls around. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We will see. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk some spring football things. Uh, we'll talk about recruiting, uh, update with a top quarterback prospect that involves MSU, little inside access video uh, that was pretty cool, and then Matt has a couple of sort of Take Tuesday on a Wednesday residuals because we yeah, didn't get sure. to do Take Tuesday. So that's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day let's start with aj duffy matt let's well yeah absolutely aj duffy is a class of 2022 quarterback he is the quarterback at img academy i think he's like 103rd overall prospect in the country in the composite rankings uh by any ranking metric standard a wonderful quarterback prospect that would be just dynamite if he ended up in East Lansing. It would be a, a really nice recruiting win for MSU, and uh, it, it's an interesting saga because it was believed, and I think still is believed, that Arizona State was the spot, the leader, is where he was going to go, but Michigan State and Florida State were still in it. Penn State and Oregon were in it, but they each got quarterback recruits. Florida State got a quarterback recruit, but apparently that doesn't matter. They're still in it. Um, but it seems like logically Arizona State and Michigan State would be two schools that make sense, and everything had been trending towards Arizona State. He was there last weekend for their spring game, and he was supposed to announce his commitment today on the 31st, but has since said he will not be doing that. Well, all the signs seem to point towards Arizona State, right, with all that. Mm-hmm. The visit timing, going to the spring game, the commitment date seemed to lean Arizona State, the crystal balls, but he has delayed his commitment. He will now be visiting Florida State again, and he will be visiting Michigan State on April 24th to take in the Michigan State spring game mat. It is a very interesting and important and positive development for Michigan State in this recruitment, and they the, the staff really feels like they have – a legitimate shot to land him. Like, they feel like they're going to get him. Yeah, hey, man, the IMG uh, strength and conditioning coach, of course, I'm blanking on his name, like the good podcast I am right now. Jason Novak, thank you so much. I was going to say Jason Duffy, but I knew that, of course, wasn't correct. It's not AJ Duffy's dad. Um, yeah, Jason Novak, like, uh, you start to wonder if, okay, well, hopefully there could be a pipeline here. Uh, it was half wishful thinking, but the other half was, no, like, I don't see how getting the IMG strength guy up to East Lance could possibly hurt you. And, well, it seems to be that this could be bearing fruit here, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, over the spring game weekend. That'd be nice. Also, I was looking into it, um, and I, I think I'm reading this right. AJ Duffy would, hypothetically, would, that's a big would, uh, be the highest rated 
Michigan State quarterback recruits since Jeff Smoker. Uh, yes. That is quite a fun fact. And Jeff Smoker uh, rated as the number two all-time recruit in the 24-7 sports composite historical rankings, which goes back to early 2000s. I think Charles Rogers is number one. Uh, but yeah, hey, all right, first time since uh, Jeff Smoker, we've got a guy as highly rated as him. That would be a, that'd be a hoot and a half, wouldn't it, Will? It would, yeah. Michigan State, uh, I don't know if you know this, Matt, not a, mm-hmm. uh, not a ton of blue chippers throughout the years. No, Kirk Cousins wasn't famously a four-star quarterback. He wasn't. No. Connor Cook wasn't famously a no. five-star. No, no <laughs> none of them. Not a, not a one of them. Shoot. Okay. So yeah, it would be. Uh, and, and quarterback recruiting is always it's so hard to project because so much yeah. changes. But it would be a really great land. It would be a statement like, "Hey, Michigan State, right. not messing around." I think. I think there's a lot of respect for Mel Tucker around the country in terms of his ability to recruit based on what he did as an assistant and his one year at Colorado. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of respect for uh, guys on his staff for their ability to recruit, but I understand why some fans uh, of MSU are like, well, where are the recruits? We, we heard you were a great recruiter. How come we're finishing with the 38th best class or, or whatever it was, 41st best class? And we've talked ad nauseum about pandemic and how it impacted yeah, yeah. recruiting yada 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 this would be a nice statement to like hey give it a shot let's let's I, see what happens and that would be great and i don't know if it's duffy or another guy dylan tatum or i name many four star but like a statement recruit would be very nice yes they got ma on uh not teote yote how do i do with that is that okay <laughs> now c minus on that okay now that was a dynamite recruit, although it came, like, at the end of signing day. Like, it'd be nice to get some four-star guys to, like, kind of build around them going further yeah. into the recruiting process. Like, um, Momentum I don't, I don't know. Thing. I think Mo- there's something to that, right? Yes. Nabbing talented guys early on in the recruiting cycle. I mean, that's not really breaking look, any news here, is no. it? No. Kids look at teams' rankings, and they know who's committed where, right. and they know... Oh, so and so is ranked ahead of me. He's going here. So and so, he's a high four star receiver. He's going like they they have a pretty good idea of that, and they know they want to go. With, well, not everyone's the same, but they want to go somewhere where it's like, yeah, okay. I I know the IMG quarterbacks going to Michigan State. I'm a receiver. Hey, maybe I maybe I want to go to Michigan State too, right? So it can definitely be. A sort of domino effect thing. Let's pause here for a sec. We'll pick this back up and talk about sort of what's going on with IMG and Michigan State a little bit more because it's not just A.J. Duffy. Um, there's a lot percolating there, and we should talk about it. But first, a word from Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar. We have been telling you about Bilt Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a long time. They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and, of course, amazing-tasting and they're covered in 100% chocolate. You know that. We know that. We all know that. Well, now it's time to find out which Built Bar is best. It is Built Bar Madness. Catch the fever, Will. Catch the fever. Matt, this is for the second spot in the championship game. Okay. All right. We've got Mint Brownie. Okay. Against the winner of caramel brownie and coconut brownie chunk. As of recording, it has not been decided yet. Mm. It, it's a dead heat. They're going into their fifth <laughs> overtime uh, over on that side of the bracket. We both said caramel brownie was our winner. Let's say it's caramel brownie. We've got mint sure. brownie, caramel brownie. Which brownie oh, flavor are you going for? Mint, mint brownie. Mint brownie. Mint I'm doing brownie. it. And, I'm, okay. I, and I, I love caramel, but, man, that mint brownie hits different. 
it does. I'm going caramel brownie. I think if caramel if caramel brownie beats coconut brownie chunk, there's a lot of brownies. Then it's taken down mint brownie. If coconut brownie chunk gets through, mint brownie will edge it out. That's my prediction. Sure, sure. Yes. <laughs> if you want to vote, go to builtbar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Okay, so, oh crap, I got to do a read. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. With the Locked On Today podcast, host Peter Bukowski. Updates you on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, now we can talk. Okay, all right. Sorry, I got all these liners in front of me. You forget <laughs> no, to read the, the wrong thing, this, that, and the other. So, A.J. Duffy is the quarterback of IMG. We just talked about him. For those who don't know, real quick, IMG is uh, a Division One football factory. It is prep yeah. school in Florida, Bradenton, Florida, where kids get recruited, go on scholarship, and you know the the whole team goes D one basically. Like that, mm-hmm. that's yeah, they're five stars, four stars, up and down the roster, three stars. There's just tons of top prospects at IMG. It is a wonderful place to get a foothold in and to be able to try and recruit out of there. Jason Novak, Michigan State strength coach, was the strength coach at IMG Academy before taking the job at Michigan State. And thus, MSU is trying to establish a pipeline of their own into IMG. So Duffy will be on campus the 24th. Um, His best friend, this is a a recent offer, and, and we'll see if anything comes to this. His best friend is the center, I don't know if it's a really good friend. He played with them in high school. Uh, I think they're both in California, and then they both went to IMG. Uh, Michigan State recently offered him. And then there's Trayvon Howard, who uh, is a high three-star defensive back who plays at IMG, who took a self-guided visit to East Lansing, last weekend and um, he actually picked up a crystal ball for MSU from uh, an ISU reporter. Michigan State is definitely one of his finalists. Sean Miller is a receiver at IMG Academy. He just announced he is taking an official visit. Uh, There's another lineman um, that Michigan State was in on. I don't know if there's going to be a visit there and then I'm totally blanking on the kid's name, the other defensive back uh, from IMG. We know they had the commitment from the IMG tight end last year who eventually flipped a pit, but like mm-hmm. point is, Matt, they're getting a lot of IMG kids offers and getting them to come up here on campus. And the thing about IMG is there's there are kids from all over the country. Yes, it's a Florida school, but the, only by location, right? Yes, yes. They're um there's a receiver uh, at IMG. I'm forgetting his name. A different receiver is a four-star kid who's from Chicago. I think he's going to end up going to Notre Dame. But Michigan State was involved in his recruitment for a little bit. So, like, that's something that's like, okay, he's not really a Florida prospect. He's a Chicago prospect. So that's why Notre Dame, other Midwest schools, Michigan State were able to be in on him more. Uh, Miles Rouser, who just committed to Arkansas, is at Belleville. Mm-hmm. He was at IMG for a hot minute, but now he's back in Michigan. So – it's a, a school with kids from all over. 
and it's really, you know, recruiting it is <laughs> incredibly important. And Michigan State seems like a year in is starting to make some inroads, getting these kids on campus, and I think will land at least one IMG kid in this class. That'd be awesome. And you go back to Miles Rouser, too, who's there for a hot minute. There's a lot of kids that just dip down for a hot minute because it's almost a guarantee that you will get a Division One scholarship offer down there. Well, I have the tuition numbers up in front of me. Mm-hmm. To be a student at the high school for one year, just during the day, no boarding, how much money is it per year for a football player? It's different by sport, but for 50, football, how much dollars. is it? How about $67,000, Will? Uh, if you want to be boarded up there, if you want to, I'm sure their dorms are sensational, if you wanted to stay over there uh, for their boarding school, any guess? One hundred and ten. Okay, eighty-four thousand. Just I a low just, price I'm of eighty-four thousand. Yeah. yeah, we'll get your little tyke and roll next week um, with, with that deal. But yeah, like this is truly a Division One factory. A lot of people you know this by now. But if you don't, hey, welcome to learning about IMG Academy. Uh, they farm Division One athletes, and yeah, all you need sometimes is just a year down there to get exposed and to hone your skills and crafts. Um, yeah, so getting the, your foot in the door down there as they pump out anywhere between, like, what, 15 to 25 Division One football players a year? Okay, yeah, that's perfect. Fine. <laughs> that is absolutely sensational uh, yep. to get your foot in the door down there, no doubt. Yeah, and like we said, they, they it was tough ask to do that last year. We know the connection with Jason Novak. And, by the way, Michigan State, a program of that level, that stature, who, who's paying their coaching staff that much money, going to a high school to get their strength coach should tell you everything you need to know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did your high Very school well have a, said. Matt, yeah. did your high school have a strength coach? Yeah, he was also the gym teacher and substitute yes. teacher and yes. also uh, athletic trainer as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we did. Yeah. 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 Our, um, our strength coach was the baseball coach who was also a gym teacher. Oh, Danny White. Nice. Shout out to him. No, it was not Denny White. Okay, never mind. Not shout out to him. All right. You think <laughs> Denny White was the strength coach? This, uh, that's this, why I was very shocked. But uh, this <laughs> this segment of the podcast is for nine people. You think Denny <laughs> White? <all> tops. <laughs> Denny White. I love Denny White. Uh, no, it was uh, Big Guns. Okay. Were you ever there for Bill? I Wild Bill. Wild oh, Bill Nesbitt. No, 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 no. I mean, right. Nesbitt, yeah, did like... This is great podcasting. Nesbitt there are did, tops six people. Nesbitt did football about. coaching and, yeah, mm-hmm. was with us in, in the workhouse. But, no, Bill McElrath, baseball coach. No, nah, I'm sorry. I wasn't yeah, I think it. you weren't there. He, he had yeah, retired sorry. to a okay. life of ripping heaters in his backyard. That's a dream, isn't it? <laughs> He's a legend, man. <laughs> He's an absolute <laughs> legend. Oh, the six people who get that are so happy right now. Tops. Six people tops. Yeah. But yeah, Michigan State uh, poaching a high school strength coach should tell you everything you need to know about that high school. Yeah, they, they finally seem like they've started to make some inroads there, uh, which is a nice change. Speaking of changes. Yeah, I, I, th- I think I know where you're going with this. Feeding players at halftime. <laughs> Feeding, giving massive football players uh, calories at halftime is now in the Michigan State Spartan program. Yeah. Was that the the big thing you took away from that inside access video, which was really cool. Like it was was fun to like, you're, you're in, you were in the meeting. We got to see what that first spring ball meeting was like when, you know, different coaches are addressing and then here comes the big dog, (laughs) right? Yeah. uh, that was pretty cool, but yeah, um, who was it? it was Scotty Hazleton, I think, or was it Cap? One of the coaches was mm. like, "We're going to be feeding you now at halftime mm. during games." 
It's like, yeah, oh. and, like they're practicing it too. Like they're yeah. having snacks yeah. in practice, like to get their stomachs like prepared for it for the yeah. season, which I think yeah. is like interesting as well. Yeah, well, that was my second yeah. takeaway. My first takeaway is how horrible of a Division One football player I'd be because I'm like, <laughs> oh, it looks early. Like, oh my god, they, they look like they're working out so hard. Like, I, I had a, a half hour workout today, and like, I just wanted to cry. So to do that as a college athlete, like as I come on this podcast and uh say mean things about them sometimes after bad football games like i'm worthless yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just You're, the worst kind yeah, of person you are useless the, worthless the and second, useless correct on both accounts but the, the second takeaway was yeah like all right we're gonna start feeding you at halftime like and I, I couldn't tell you what happened the next minute of the video because my my mind just went <laughs> white just <laughs> blank i was like what do you mean what do you mean we're gonna start <laughs> feeding you at halftime like this wasn't a practice because there, there's the old There's the old story like that mega delay against Penn State. Um, I think Penn State got pizza or something like that, and Michigan State got good food. Or maybe it was like Michigan State got a bunch of pizza house, and Penn State didn't have anything in that break. Like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, food during a grueling game of football with massive individuals, probably a good thing right there. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to the nutrition team, uh, Michigan State. Yeah, and it's a nutrition team. Like, it was. They're, they're running with things like in the middle of practice. I don't I, honestly, I don't know because we never really got sort of inside access videos. But like I, I find it hard to believe that in the old regime, there was a nutrition team running around football practice carrying like. No, it was Jim Boyle with a box of Capri Suns and, and one orange for the entire <laughs> team. That, that's like, what it was. Just boxes of things, electrolytes or whatever, pretzels for sodium and Gatorade and, and, what, and orange no. slices like. There was a bunch of people just running like, okay, here we do it. And then at the end of practice, like, here's your shake, here's your shake, here's your shake. Like, it just seems like a different outlet. It's almost like this feels a space age at times compared to our quaint little family <laughs> program we used to have. And I still love that program. It oh, yeah. It's in my oh, heart. Yeah. But it is nice to advance forward in uh, society and science and health and nutrition. I, I think that's pretty yeah. cool, too. It just it feels different, and, it, and it's in lockstep with the off-season stuff we talked about, the new technology they've brought in, all the, the million things we've talked about. It's just it's right in lockstep with that. And it was, yeah, we were joking about it, like, oh, okay, we're going to get some calories during football as an organized effort. Sweet. <laughs> That's a yeah. good plan. Yeah, glad we got a, a – seems like a high-quality nutrition staff. That's pretty – that's pretty sweet. All right, let's pause here. We'll come back in. Matt, you got a couple lingering Take Tuesday sure. things, so we'll get to those. First word from Bet Online. Dot AG. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football mm-hmm. might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. College basketball is not really in full swing, but we've got the Final Four coming up. That's that's betting paradise. Yeah. And sure. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Do you think they'll have a bet on who Jim Nance is going to give his tie to? Oh, if anyone's to do it, it's going to be BetOnline.ag. Yes. No doubt. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. BetOnline.ag is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, oh, sorry, with the promo code locked on. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. One word locked on to get that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Today's show is also brought to you by Homefield Apparel. 
I love Homefield. I'm wearing my script state, uh, my like the little hockey script. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. State shirt. Well, the, uh, hockey script state. Yeah, perfect. So, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Homefield makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They print vintage marks from old programs, yearbooks. They talk to alums, people affiliated with the school, and the result is really thoughtful collegiate apparel that is comfortable as hell and very, very unique. Like their new Gruff Sparty running logo shirt that they just have. It's literally an exclusive. You cannot get it anywhere else for a few more weeks. And they got their vintage Michigan State line, which they dropped back in August. They've got some more standard stuff, you know, block S, Spartan logo, you know, your your typical stuff. But you really got to check out the cool stuff. And it's not just Michigan State. They got Central, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Fair State, Wayne State, UDM, and Hope. Fire up, Dutch. And that's just in the state of Michigan. They got schools from all over the country. And right now, you can get 20% off your first purchase of Homefield Apparel gear at homefieldapparel.com with the promo code ONSPARTANS. One word, ONSPARTANS, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com. Are you ready for the NFL draft? No. Well, to get ready, you can join Locked On NFL hosts Trevor Sikama, Locked On NFL Draft host, Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner, Matt. They're right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, you're in charge of the segment. Yeah, bet. Let's do it. So uh, obviously, bet. Rocket Watts took up uh, take Tuesday yesterday, so I couldn't get these piping hot takes off, which is probably good because they're more of questions uh, for Will. I'll give my answer, and then Will will riff on his. So I got two of them right here, and they're both kind of basketball and football questions, as you will find out right now. Okay, are you ready, Will? Yes. The transfer portal is going to be very, very, very beneficial to both the football and basketball team. Obviously, we can see the football roster already improving mightily this offseason, of course, uh, by way of addition by subtraction with kids leaving and addition by addition with kids coming into the program as well. Just take a few hundred yard walk over to Breslin Center. You'll see the same thing happening over there. They already got Tyson Walker. Uh, They probably will get at least... One, maybe two more transfers in the portal this offseason. So the question is, simply, who's the transfer portal going to be benefiting more? Is it going to be the football team or is it going to be the basketball team? Now, I got a take that might be a little on the hotter side. I think even though the football team has just absolutely transformed its roster into, a well, the two-win season they were last year, of course with a shortened schedule, uh, to what could be a 7 and 5, an 8 and 4, dare I say 9 and 3 team next year. I still think it's basketball that's going to be really benefiting from this again. And I think it's because Michigan State will go from a mediocre team having a generationally bad year in hoops. That still ended in the tournament, uh, mind you. Uh, they're going to go from that to if they have a good transfer portal season and they already are with Tyson Walker if they can get one or two other solid players I think they're back to the upper echelon of the Big Ten. So instead of football going from a bad roster to a pretty good roster, I think Michigan State basketball goes from a mediocre roster to, well, one of the teams to beat in the Big Ten. Probably behind Purdue. 
I know I'm missing probably another team, but still, uh, the point remains, Will, uh, if you want to riffraff and give us your take on that. Do you think it's going to be football? I do. Nice. Okay, next topic. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I normally probably basketball because just by virtue of like eight guys play. Correct. Yeah. One of eight is more impactful than two, three, four of forty-five, fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I legitimately think Michigan State will have eight to ten new starters in football this year. Like half of their starters, a third, somewhere between a third and a half of their starters are going to be new and from the portal, and that's a huge impact just for this season i would probably go football and i while i do like tyson walker we you know we've talked about transferring up and how it usually comes with a decreased role if you want to keep similar efficiencies it's just hard to play the same and get the same results when you jump up that level i do think tyson walker is definitely going to help i don't know that you know like someone like max christie i would bet is going to have a bigger more positive impact than him just because there's a difference in the talent level. Like Max Christie is a top 15 five-star recruit. So I think just for this season, because it's only one transfer right now, even if it ends up to, you know, maybe that'll edge it to basketball. Football has just been complete. The rest has been completely remade by the portal. It's gone from the worst Michigan State roster since John L. Smith yeah, I think that's fair. The worst. No, that's maybe. fair. Bobby it, Williams, tough, maybe, but fair, yeah. right? Because like John L. Smith, it was just like this is a disaster management. Like there was some talent, at least. It was just like yeah, this is chaos. Like they had a second round quarterback on those teams. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, maybe the worst MSU football roster in twenty years, uh, and now I would say it's third or fourth in the Big Ten. So long as the portal adds that we've. I don't know if we've really talked about, but that have been whispered about as like happening end up coming to fruition. So this year, football, but normally I, I think you're probably right. Basketball would be the way to go. Well, now I just feel, yeah. No, I'm still going to stick with my guns and say basketball. Why not? I've been wrong gotcha. before. What, what, what's another time? You know, I yeah, you did. And like, this is one of those things. I don't think there's necessarily a wrong answer. Like, I'm not going to fight you over the internet uh, if, if you disagree here because, yeah, there, I think there's valid points for both sides of that story. Um, hopefully, with this question, too, here's a simple one. Uh, which Walker will be more important to their team? Mm. How about that? You like that? Tyson Walker, the new transfer to the basketball team, of course, the point guard from Northeastern, or Kenneth Walker, the running back transfer from Wake Forest. Of course, uh, Tyson Walker gives MSU a competent ball handler. Yeah, that's cool. We did not see that a lot this last season. And also, Kenneth Walker on the football team. My goodness gracious, just his presence alone uh, makes the running back room from eh to ah. All right, there we go. So, yeah, it's I, I think this one's a really tight one. Of course, it's easy to say Tyson Walker because, well, point guard is the quarterback of the team, and we saw how bad a team can be uh, when you don't really have a go-to point guard. But, man. Uh, I still am hung up on zero rushing touchdowns from a running back mm. last year. Of mm-hmm. course, that's not all on the RBs. There's a little bit of O-line madness to be had there as well. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go boring and say that Tyson Walker will be the more beneficial walker to their said team. But, 
man, hey, it's exciting. It's exciting to talk about two guys that are going to help your team. So uh, Wait, so you're going lot. Tyson? I'm going to go Tyson Walker, yeah, okay. just because I, I, those games from last year are seared into my head. I know that the season only wrapped up two weeks ago, but oh, okay. it's going to take a long offseason for me to shake okay. the sins of the point guard situation at MSU. Yeah, yeah. if you're talking about like more impactful, more important, I would go Tyson mm-hmm. Walker, too, because the nature of the position is one of five guys, and it was so bad this past season. I think Kenneth Walker, it's not even close, Kenneth Walker is going to be the better player. Got it. Okay. Gotcha. If they're both healthy, like I think Kenneth Walker, you know, could be Michigan State's best player on offense. Yeah. But you know, he'll be surrounded by a number of other good players. So it's you know the drop off from him to maybe Jordan Simmons, sure, Eli Collins, Harold Joyner, Connor Hayward. Maybe it's not mm-hmm. quite the drop off that uh, Michigan State would see from Tyson Walker to whoever's behind him at point guard. You know, a young Hogard or. Or uh, Chris, or not Christie, Jaden Aiken. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think most important and better and best. It's like the MVP discussion. Is it most valuable or is it best? Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Walker to be the better player. Kenneth Walker to be the better player, but I like Tyson. Uh, I think Tyson is more like important to success. Now, Kenneth Walker's seemingly his stock has only gone up. When he committed here from the transfer portal, we were very sky high on him. It seems like ever since, though, even though we haven't seen him take a snap, really, like we've oh, only gotten we, higher we've seen on him. It. We've seen it. That's the thing, though. It's like we have seen the pictures, and my goodness gracious. Uh, oh, yeah, there's man. a clip. There's a clip. Oh, clip of uh-huh. him ripping off a big run in practice. Oh, Look at looked that. great. Bang. Looked great. Bang. No, it, it's just like everyone's like, yeah, this dude's really good. Like the right. players and stuff, you can sort of catch whispers, little inklings. Like, yeah, this dude's really really good uh all right that's gonna do it for us here on locked on spartans thanks so much for listening to today's podcast we'll be back tomorrow with something i don't know yeah we'll figure uh, it out we always do yeah michigan uh, michigan state sports talk more michigan state sports talk next keep it tuned here yeah <laughs> Uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, uh, you got some trivia or a fact or what? You know what? I do, and I had to pull up a pronunciation guy because this is a player's name I always screw up, even though he plays for the Red Wings. Uh, Detroit Red Wings rookie, uh, Taro Hirose, a former Spartans player. It's Hirose, and that's what I always mix up. Taro Hirose, a former Spartans player, scored against the Boston Bruins on March 31st, 2019. It was his first NHL goal, Will. How about that? Good on you, Mr. Hiroshi. All right. Go green, guys.